Did you know that there are different levels to running effective ad campaigns for lead generation and sales? It is not a linear process where someone sees your ad and takes immediate action. If you want to increase your conversions, you gotta look at how to keep people inside of this bubble of you. So let's talk about this some more. Hey, it's Lisa Ann here. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the More Than Social podcast. I'm a digital marketing expert, self-development junkie, and your go-to for all things marketing, ads, and automation. I'm so excited that you popped by to hang out with me today. So let's dive right into the topic. Welcome to another episode of the More Than Social podcast. My name is Lisa Ann, and this is your first time hanging out with me. Hello, welcome. But today we have actually reached our very last episode of our four podcast series where I'm teaching you how do you actually master Facebook and Instagram ads for your business. So three weeks ago in week number one, we discussed creating ad copy and creatives that actually grab the attention of the right people. Week number two, we covered advanced ad targeting strategies to really help you reach more of those people. Last week, we dove into boosting results by testing, tweaking, and then doing one more thing, more testing. And for the last episode of this podcast series, aka today, I want to talk about retargeting and remarketing, really just to keep more people in your bubble and really make the most out of your marketing budget. Now, before we dive into the nitty gritty of all of it, I want you to think about this for a sec. How many times have you seen a social media post where you click on the link and you go to the website and you just start scrolling? You close it, then all of a sudden you go back on social media and there it is. There's a post with the exact item that you were just looking at. Lululemon seriously gets me every single dang time. They post a new outfit, I go look at it, I come back on Instagram and bam, there it is pulling me back in to actually take out my wallet and order that dang outfit. Now, if you know me, I literally live in Lululemon. I'm sure we can go as far as saying that I actually have a Lululemon addiction, but regardless of my addiction, the point is there is a strategy right there. When someone actually shows interest in something and doesn't move forward, there's a chance it's because life just happened. Something took them away for a second. If you get in front of them again while their mind is in the right spot, you can actually get them back to your offer. Or even think about it a different way. Let's say that you are waiting for an opening of a program, someone that you've been following for years. All of a sudden you see a post that the program is now open and you are more likely to actually click over and sign up because you're considered that warm audience. You're waiting for it. So there's another strategy right there. If an ad is being put in front of you because you've already built that connection, there's a reason. Moral of the story is that I want you to do this. I want you to focus on actually understanding your customer journey from the moment that they see you online for the very first time, all the way to making a purchase. How many times do they need to connect with you? What are their pain points at each step from turning them from an interest into an actual sale? How can you use ads to actually walk these people step-by-step to take the action by putting content in front of them at different stages. Now, I know I'm kind of nerding out on you completely right now, but seriously, it is so exciting when you get to this level with your ads and within your marketing strategy, because this is the best way for you to take your business to that next level. Now to explain this 
in depth with you. I'm going to break it down really into three main aspects. I want to talk about the different types of retargeting ads that you can run. There's four. I then want to talk about the actual content that you're going to create for them. And then I want to talk about something really, really advanced of how you can kind of create this bubble of you even bigger. But at the end of the day, I want to really give you that clear picture on how you can see that return on investment with your ads. Okay. Sound good. Sound like a plan. All right. So first let's talk about all the different types of retargeting ads that you can set up for your business. Like I said, there's four, but if I wasn't clear about how important this is for your marketing strategy, let me just say it again. I'm going to repeat myself. Retargeting is an incredibly important asset to your growth strategy. This helps bring people back who have already engaged with your business in some capacity, but they didn't actually make that purchase. They didn't move forward all the way. So retargeting is like giving out a friendly reminder to people who have already showed interest in buying from you at some point in time. And you want to do something that's going to give them that second, third, even that fourth chance to actually buy from you. And this time though, I don't want you to miss the opportunity from actually making a sale. So like I said, there are four main categories that I personally like to look at with retargeting. So first of all, we have website retargeting. So this one is probably the most powerful one, but really it involves tracking and re-engaging with users who have came to your website or your funnel. So to make this one work, you have to use something called a meta code, which is a code that you put on your website or funnel that allows you to monitor the behavior and the actions of people that actually land on your website or your funnel and then put a new ads in front of them. So here's an example. Let's say that you had a potential student, let's just call him Sam, and they added your online course to their cart on your sales page, but they did not make the purchase. With website retargeting, you can then put a new ad in front of Sam. Let's just say it's a video of testimonials to encourage him to come back and actually finish the enrollment process. When he sees that, clicks on the link, goes to the page, boom, sale. Next one, we have email retargeting. So website retargeting is all about going after the users who have engaged with your website or your funnel. I'm sure you can guess it. Email retargeting is for those who have interacted with your email campaigns at some point. Now, depending on what email system that you're using, what you can do is connect that email system to Meta so they automatically talk so you know when someone does something through emails, it will show up in Meta. So Meta, by the way, is the back end of Facebook. This is where you're running your ads from. So let me just give you another example and let me stick with the Sam example, okay? That way you can see the connection between your email marketing and your Meta ad tools. So for example, you just send out an email to your entire email list, Sam being one of them, about your Black Friday sale. Sam opens your email, he clicks on the link, the call to action button to go check out, but he doesn't check out still. Email retargeting allows you to put another ad in front of Sam on social media to remind him about the program, again, leading him back to actually sign up. Now you can even sweeten the deal at this point by offering a promotional code to really give him that push to make that final purchase. Boom, sale again. So third one that we have, social media retargeting. I'm sure you're getting the hang of this. Social media retargeting is all about retargeting all the audiences of people who have engaged with your social media at some point in time. Let me tell you, this one is really, really effective because what is happening is you are taking the people that have already engaged with you on social media, who are typically your warmer audience because they already know your brand and you're now putting ads in front of them. So this is a really warm audience versus people that don't know you. 
So through social media retargeting, you can target different audience segments, such as people who have engaged with your social media accounts in some way, shape or form, someone that has actually sent you messages on social media, which is even more warmer. They have engaged with past ads that you've been running, or even that they just follow you on social media in general. But remember, the closer you have a connection with your audience, the more likely you're able to convert them a lot faster from a back-end sale perspective. You can use this retargeting to nurture and really just push your warm leads further down that sales funnel, bring them closer to you. And last but not least, we have a database list retargeting. This one's great if you don't have an email system that can connect, but essentially it involves targeting people who are on your email list already. So this strategy is super useful if you want to re-engage with those previous clients or even leads. Now, here's what I want you to keep in mind with all four of these retargeting options, okay? They are super, super helpful for your business. Not only does it offer you different ways for you to reach your target audience, but it gives you different ideas on how you can start to re-engage with those people that you've already started that relationship building with. Once you pick the type of retargeting audience, the next natural step is what do we actually put in front of them from a content perspective? So if there's something you should always remember about creating content for paid ads, always remember that it should be personal and it should be consistent across the board. So personal in a sense where you need to be genuine with your audience. You need to allow yourself to really go deep into the emotional aspect. You must feel the need really of that audience. In this way, it becomes easier to really position yourself, your business, your brand, your offer as that solution for them. Now, another thing with being consistent is really just across the board, consistency is always going to be key. It's important that your messaging is consistent throughout all of your marketing materials that you post all over social media, off of social media, wherever you're posting it, your ads, your content, your organic marketing, your email signatures, every message that you're putting out should have the same vibe, the same voice and speaking to the same person. Now, here are some of the tips that I want you to keep in mind to help you create some compelling retargeting content that speaks to your audience and again, makes them go step by step through your offer. Personalize your messaging really depends on that audience segmentation. Now we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Personalization and segmentation are some of the most important elements when creating effective content for retargeting. When you talk to your audience, you should make them feel that you are personally addressing their unique need. This is how you're going to resonate with your audience. Now imagine if you were to meet your client face to face. Okay. So they walked into your office, wherever you met them at a coffee shop, whatever. When you talk to them, you're going to have a conversation that matches their personal needs and where they are, right? Say you're selling skincare and your customer says that they are looking for skincare products for their particular needs. And they start telling you things like, my skin easily dries up. I'm allergic to X, Y, Z. I want something that is light on the skin. You would immediately take them to an aisle or have that conversation where you're showing them skincare products that match their needs. The same goes for retargeting. You make your audience feel like you are speaking directly to them in person. Now, one thing that can really help you craft more personalized messaging is being so conscious about your audience segmentation. What are the buckets that you're talking to? Remember, your audience isn't just one big bucket of people who can actually pay you. 
most of the time they're going to have different needs. They're going to have different interests. So segment your audience into small targeted groups. Now let's go back to the skincare example. Okay. So say your target audience is females ages 18 to 35. While you're selling skincare in general, there are different ways that you can position your product depending on who you're talking to, AKA who's standing in front of you or who, who is seeing your ad. For the ages 18 to 23, you can position the skincare as something that you're gonna do to keep yourself looking refreshed when going to school or hanging out with your friends. Ages 24, let's say to 28, you can position your skincare as something as a career woman needs to feel confident and beautiful while attending business meetings. For ages, let's say 29 to the 35 point, you can position this as something that's gonna keep them looking young forever. So see what I just did there? I broke up the main target audience into small buckets, same products, but different messaging depending on that segmentation or the bucket of people. The second thing that you should keep in mind to create really compelling retargeting content is offering incentives and offers. Think about how you engage with your paying clients. You might occasionally offer them exclusive deals or promotions, right? Well, the same concept applies for your retargeting efforts. Offering incentives to the people that you're retargeting could be a game changer. Now to put it into perspective, it's like sweetening the pot to entice your leads to return and actually convert into that sale. So this can be really anything under the sun. It can be a discount. It could be a freebie. It could be a gift card. Maybe you try a different approach that isn't a physical incentive, but maybe a more emotional one. Remind them about what would happen if they didn't actually move forward at this point or remind them about what they really, really want and how this is going to be the right fit for them. At the end of the day, it's all about giving your leads a reason to return to you and finally make that end purchase. So if you are struggling with this, focus on the conversations that you're having with prospects right now. What are their fears of moving forward? What excuses do they have right this second? How do you actually answer them? How are you persuading them? Do you offer them a payment plan to help convert them? Think about it. Pay attention to what is already working and start there. But my big, big piece of advice, you do not have to hard sell, okay? So once you have this set up in the right way where you are speaking to the right audience and you figure out what it is that you actually want to say to them. The next is all about how do you actually expand this bubble outside of Facebook and Instagram? So this is something that I want to dive in a little bit more into something called cross targeting. So this is where you reach your audience through different platforms, maintaining that consistency in the communication, depending on where you actually found them and what stage. So for instance, you can actually merge Google and social ad strategies. With one of our clients, we generate applications for their online school board, and we're doing just this. We run Google ads, Facebook ads, and Instagram ads. So if you think about the behavior on each platform, they're slightly different, especially Google versus Facebook and Instagram. On Google, people are physically going there searching for the exact thing that they are looking for. Whereas on Facebook and Instagram, think about it. They're hanging out. They're wasting time. They're just scrolling. So what happens is we grab attention on Facebook and Instagram, driving them to start thinking about their pain points. They then will click over to the website right then and there. But if they don't, their next natural step, think about it, is to go onto Google and search for that solution. 
So as soon as they search for the keywords, they then see the same company just on Google now. So they go back to the site and they begin their application. Now, let's just take this a step further. Let's say that they get distracted because their kid walked in so they don't actually finish that application. The next time that they go back on Instagram, let's say they're lying there at night on the couch, they see another ad with the same messaging, same company, and bring them back to finish their application. See what we're doing there? We're literally walking them through step by step by step, making sure that nothing falls through the cracks. The secret lies in understanding the true to life customer journey of your dream audience and making sure that you leave opportunities for touch points throughout the entire process. Now, to be honest, isn't this just the cherry on top of digital marketing? Somehow your tools and platforms, they always, and I mean always, they just come in full circle. They're all connected like this circle of life or how I always say you are creating this bubble of you. You want to be on the right platform at the right time. And on top of that, you want to make sure that you give out the right messaging at the right time. Pretty cool, right? I know this is why I'm nerding out on you. It's pretty cool. But do you see how these last four episodes were really needed? I didn't want to spread this out randomly for you because they all do go hand in hand. So what a journey this last four weeks is. So if you've listened to all of them, thank you so much. I appreciate you. But let's just do a quick little recap. You first got to figure out how do you actually write ads and then determine how to reach the right people and test different strategies. And then being constantly on top of mind, making that bubble of you. Okay, so I hope everything we went over has helped you just get better results with your ads. I want to see you win. I want to see you hit those big goals. Just remember, always go back to the basics. It's about understanding who it is that you're talking to. You need to know your audience on a very deep level. Use this knowledge to create campaigns that actually speak directly to them. In that way, you are well on your way to creating Facebook and Instagram ads that don't just catch attention, but also drive meaningful engagement and ultimately grow your business to the next level. So I encourage you to keep trying, keep playing with the platforms. It's a game at the end of the day. Sometimes all you need is that little guidance to get you in the right direction. But if you still feel that you need help, feel free to reach out to me on social media at Lisa Ann Coaching. I am there often reviewing people's ad accounts, doing consulting on these type of projects. But again, thank you so, so much for hanging out with me today and the last few weeks and for however for long you've been a part of the More Than Social community. I appreciate you. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on this episode. I am so grateful that you show up each and every week. I hope these tips and tricks have brought you some new ideas and new inspiration for your business. If you love this conversation, let me hear it. Leave us a rating and review on the More Than Social podcast and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Share it with someone who you know needs this message and together let's make an impact and let's make a business that we love. I'll see you next week. Thank you.